All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Hello, I'm Wiesel Vasquez, Director of Digital Content and Multicultural Marketing at The Marketing Jersey. And I'm Yaneli Farias, professional soccer player for Club América Femenil in the Liga MX and the Mexican national team. And for the past three months, Yaneli and I have been working on a project that was made, well, for people like us. As a Mexican born in Leon, Guanajuato, Mexico, who migrated to the United States at a young age. And as a U.S. born Mexican American currently playing professionally in the heart of Mexico. We're delighted to announce the Nidia Key podcast, a podcast that will explore the journey of Latinx community members who both exist within and outside any boundaries or borders. Now, this is episode zero of this podcast. And instead of just starting off, we wanted to give a little bit of an intro of what we're doing, the why, and what you expect. First, Nidiaki. Daneli, what is Nidiaki? Nidiaki. Wow, I think we can talk about this for for hours and we already have. But uh, I want to share first, right? When I first asked my mom, I said, mom, what does Nidiaki mean to you? Or what's the first thing you think about? She said, Nidaya. Like it wasn't even a question. It wasn't even, she didn't even hesitate. It was just Nidiaki, Nidaya. And I then I started asking other people and it was the first thing that they would tell me. I said, what, what comes to your mind when I say Nidaki? Nidaya, right? So it's, it's pretty cool seeing that I'm not the only one that, that thinks that way. And personally to me, Nidaki, it's kind of like this feeling of, of not belonging, of not being, of not having a place or not necessarily being accepted or, or feeling part of something. And I've, I mean, I've had many moments where I feel like no soy de aquí, ni de aquí. And I think the, the one that stands out the most to me is when, when the Liga MX opened up here in Mexico and I wasn't allowed to play. And I thought, wait, mm -hmm. what? I, I'm a Mexican citizen. And I was told that I couldn't play in the league because I wasn't born in Mexico, but I could represent the Mexican national team. So I found it extremely bizarre. And I was like, wait, what? So am I not Mexican enough because I wasn't born in Mexico? And it was just something that initially it really hurt. And for years, for years, I was hoping, I was waiting for the league to, to give me the opportunity. And it finally did. And now, now I'm, I'm playing in the Liga MX. But sometimes I still feel like I don't fully belong. You know, there's... It's that Nidiaki moment. I feel like a lot of people like us have in, in our lives and different parts of our lives. And for you is not being able to play in Mexico because you're not Mexican enough and whatever the reasons the league had and all of that. And it was definitely very controversial, right? And there's, and, you know, for me, I would say that my Nidiaki moment as someone that came here at a very young age, I almost felt like it's, I'm, I've never really felt like, my home is anywhere. You know, when people say they feel comfortable, oh, I feel just at home. And I always feel like I don't necessarily have a home. And that could be a little bit dramatic. I get it, right? I love my house and it's fine. It's where I sleep and I love being in my house. But that feeling of, of feeling like safe, if it's either because I don't look like the people around me or if it's because I don't, I have a different culture or the customs or the foods or whatever. And I'd have to say, I guess my Nidiaki moment was... In elementary school, and this might be so dumb, and might be a uh, very, 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 very small, like little story that just kind of has stuck through all of my years where 
our food is very, very important. And to me, you know, living in Mexico and in coming to the U.S., as you know, as someone that's Mexican, you like spicy food or siempre le ponen tamarindo, uh, chile al tamarindo or al mango or, you know, so many different ways to put some type of chili powder or flavor to anything. And although this is, again, a very small story, I was in elementary school. No, I was in middle school. And everyone always had, if you remember, if anybody's listening to this, like the Lucas, you know, chili powder, or it's kind of like tahin that, that it is now, and you carried it in your pocket. And it, I felt like every kid had one, even though there were many Latinos uh, there at that school. And I remember one time busting out, putting it in my hand and eating it. And this teacher came up to me and said, what are you doing? And almost kind of like made me feel like I was doing something so weird because I was just eating this chili powder, right? And she looked at it and she said, this is some type of seasoning that you put on food. You shouldn't eat this. <laughs> and even to then, I'm like, but I like it and it's not spicy. And she kind of looked at me and actually took it away because she said that it might give me a stomach ache. And from that day forward, this kind of teacher made this, not like a rule that we couldn't bring that to school for whatever reason, and, and maybe she had other reasons, I don't know. But I, I just remember feeling like, if you only understood who I was, like, it's not that big of a deal, right? And, and again, that's a very, very small story. And I'm sure many people have stories. But I feel like when I hear the ni de aquí, ni de allá, it, it, it is that you don't necessarily know where your home is. And it's, you kind of feel like a foreigner. Um, You've seen that, you know, yeah, in many different places, right? There's, I think, a, a Mexican movie, the like, India Maria, that I think she, I, I didn't necessarily see it, but I, I read a little bit about it, goes to Los Angeles, and obviously all in her very uh, cultural and customs just, just kind of stands out. But there's also a, um, a song by Facundo Cabral, uh, No Soy De Aquí, Ni Soy De Allá. And the, the lyrics are, no soy de aquí, ni soy de allá, no tengo edad, ni por venir, y ser feliz es mi color, mi identidad. And uh, an article written by Leslie um, Borstein Rojas summarized this, the lyrics, right? Neither here from, neither from here nor from there. The song may not have been written about immigrants, but those words apply to so many this way, speaking volumes of Latinos and others whose cultural and national identity is a split. And I think it's it's perfect, right? Because I agree. Yeah, I I agree because um, I mean, and your story is not. You say, "Oh, it seems so small, right?" But this, it's the small details that matter. And as you were telling me the story, it's funny. I was smiling because I remember eating the little little paquetitos that came in a clear packet, right? And I would eat the little the little chili powder. So it it matters. You know, it, it does matter. It's the little, the little things that matter. And when, when you shared this song with me, we saw, honestly, I was like, Whoa, like <laughs> I was mind blown. Like, Whoa, I don't know if you saw my face, but I was like, Oh, this is really, really cool. Right. Because we're talking about Nidaki, right. About not feeling like we're part of something. Mm -hmm. And then we listen to a song that makes us feel like we're part of something is pretty cool way to connect the, the idea of what we're what we're going to do here.
yeah and right before recording this i i'm like hey i found this great song Danelli. listen to this and we haven't even talked about it and okay we're going to record now but it's kind of funny another another i guess quote right that comes from like this ni de aquí, ni de allá, um mentality right is uh if you remember obviously from selena which many people love and um the quote from edward james almost as Aaron Cantani was Selena's dad, right? We got to be more Mexican than the Mexicans and more Americans than the Americans. But at the end, he says both at the same time, and it's exhausting. And it's very, very true in that way where, for example, I root for the Mexican national team because I'm Mexican and I love it. You play for the Mexican national team, but the minute you know, we bring a flag or we, you know, are so happy because Mexico scored. And if it's a Mexico versus the U.S. or, you know, they are, uh, Americans kind of take that like a, a, as an offense. Like, wait, you live here and yet you don't root for the U.S.? Like little trivial things where it's like, imagine you leaving California and going to Chicago. Are you going to root for the Bears? You know, or something like that. Where It's, <laughs> it's just a sport. Yeah, but- and I agree. It's <laughs> exhausting. It is exhausting because we have to be more Mexican than the Mexicans, more American than the Americans. You're living it down there too. Yeah, and I'm, I'm living it. And, you know, I, I realized something that it really stands out with the language, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I speak English and Spanish fluently. And sometimes I catch myself speaking English around friends and they're kind of like, wait, it is gringa. I'm like, wait, so am I not allowed to speak English because I'm Mexican when there are hundreds of thousands of Mexican born Mexicans that speak English just as well as I do. So why are they allowed to speak English? But I'm not because I was born in America. It's like, hmm, right. It's, it's exhausting and it's frustrating. And it's, it's something that, we have to learn to manage and deal with daily. Yeah. How many times have you made a tweet, written a tweet in English and there's on your comments, why are you speaking <laughs> English? <laughs> or me that you oh know, have goodness. covered the national team and, and on, you know, on Twitter, I talk all about Mexican soccer and people from Mexico is like, right. Why is this in English? It's, it's like, you're, you're Mexican, you know, it's, and not to mention the many times when I'm in Mexico and, if I don't speak the same, if I have an accent, if, you know, if, if I don't know the customs, if I ask something, it's, it's like, ah, it's okay. Mexicano, tú eres Estados Unidos. You know, and it, and it just kind of goes, okay, I get it. You know, I'm not Mexican. Um, but that's in our culture where it's always where I'm more Mexican than you or in other cultures. Right. Um, but it's, I think this is what the why is as we wanted to have a, a platform where you know we wanted to talk about these things and i'm sure if you're listening out there is you have a story of your own you know you have your own nidiaki moment um so the why is you know what will we be doing in this podcast Jenny? well i mean just like you said right we'll be we'll be creating a, a platform to to make us feel connected we'll be talking to people from the media and entertainment industry whose stories not only deserve to be told but will hopefully allow you at home listening to feel seen, to feel heard, to feel part of something. Stories about the natural intersectionality that Latinx people feel in their professional and personal lives and how that actually helps them get to the places that they wish to be, right? So this is being nidaki, feeling nidaki. It's actually something that we can use to our advantage. Yeah, there's there's almost like this nidaki lifestyle, right? 
there, like you said, there are a lot of people who are multicultural and have amazing stories, people that are making big decisions in media and sports and entertainment. And we want to talk to them. We want to know how they've navigated their media key lifestyle. We, we want to hear their struggles and ultimately want to hear their successes. And we want to learn from them. I much. like this. I like this Nidaki lifestyle that you said, actually. Yeah. And shirts. we want to, we should oh, oh, that's a really good idea. <laughs> and yeah, this, this lifestyle, right? Why? We, we want to empower people. We want people to see that, that they can do it too, right? We have more chances of doing something different when we can identify with somebody in the spotlight, when we can identify with somebody that, that is doing big things that is doing, that is being successful, right? So it allows our dreams to become a reality. It's so important to have visibility, to have people like us in positions of leaderships, in positions of, of just anything, right? We want to be able to relate and to identify and feel like we belong. You said it perfectly. We very much look forward to sharing this podcast with all of you and hope that you enjoyed as much as we enjoy giving our all to it. We promise we will. The first episode will come out soon, but you can subscribe and follow to the podcast already on all the favorite podcasting platforms. This is Nidaki, a podcast by The Marketing Jersey. No soy de aquí, ni soy de allá, no te ni por venir y ser feliz es mi color de identidad